Everything and welcome to the Franchise Tag Podcast with me, your host, Freddie Hall. Back with Sky, back with Johnny, back with Spotty Wi-Fi, back with Dual Weather. I mean, what I mean, what else is new around here? There's nothing new apart from a new division this week. We've already done the North, the East and the South. Already got them guys out of the way and now we head to the West. An exciting day today, but it's been uh, kicker trade central. Uh, all the kickers are getting traded today. It's been quite a mad day for trades and cuts and uh, rosters now getting trimmed down to the 50 three-man squad that they are. Um, it's just round the corner now, Sky, isn't it? We've just got one more show after this, and then it'll be all kicking off in, not next, yeah, next Thursday. Not this Thursday, coming the Thursday after. Oh, no, I can't believe it. Next Thursday already. Obviously, Lions and Chiefs, great game to start the season, and I'm excited to go to bed at 5am three or four times a week again for the next five months. <laughs> so that'll be fun. It's fair, we've got, we've got to thank sort of Johnny's New York Jets for sort of keeping up the, the good spirit, because hard knocks, I don't watch preseason. I'm not a preseason guy. I hate season because you just invest so much time in players that it, it just don't amount to anything but your Jets are having a great old time over there aren't they uh Johnny on hard knocks mate having a great time been loving the uh the episodes but yeah let's let's hope it can um can actually translate into results and uh, and a positive season um we've got some interesting divisions today obviously the the um the AFC West the division with the Chiefs the Super Bowl champions uh, and the NFC West, which I think has a, f- a few teams that, um, um, yeah, maybe down by the bottom um, in many people's rankings uh, towards the end of the year. But let's see. It's, uh, yeah, all are very exciting. It's very much a wave of positivity and not and, and negativity on this podcast. It was such a, such a good high to start with the North, and then we got round to the South, and it all went so negative. However, we I think we did our best to keep very positive, so let's keep that train going. We'll start with the NFC West this week, Sky. I'll let you open up to begin with today. Which of the four teams are you going to take on first? I feel cheeky if I take the 49ers because I know me and Johnny are probably both dreading talking about two of the four in this division. So I'll go with the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're an intriguing proposition in uh, in this 2023 season. I think of obviously a lot of people, well, I don't think anybody could have predicted how good Geno Smith was going to be last year, uh, how good the offense was. It was great for him to see him win the comeback player of the year and Great to see Pete Carroll, obviously, back to to his best as a head coach. I hope they're as good as they were last year. Um, I think I'd probably be a little bit of a hypocrite if I sat here and said about teams like the Eagles having an easy schedule and didn't obviously you know, highlight that thing that maybe some teams did underestimate Seattle, especially in the early part of the season. Um, but considering the NFC as a conference and this division in particular are quite weak, I think they can get back to the playoffs because... They've drafted um, Jackson Smith and Jigba. They've obviously got Devin Witherspoon, who's the perfect corner to to go into Seattle defence. Um, I think Jamal Adams is obviously coming back off injury. That's not really being talked about enough. Um, but I think my only question mark for them is whether these young running backs can stay healthy because I think Walker and Charbonnet have obviously in preseason had some some dealings with injury already, and that's another good for for young guys at that position. Um, and they need Smith to probably get over 4,000 yards and 30 touchdowns again. But yeah, I'm quietly confident that they could get back to the playoffs. They certainly were the surprise last year, Johnny. I would say they're a team in transition. Do you think they're getting further, well, closer, as opposed to the end goal of what they want, rather than sort of plateau in the middle? Because I feel like they made the right acquisitions this season. Not, uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba was obviously... It has been a bit quiet over there in Seattle. Is it just more of the same, you think, this season? It's just carrying on transition, carrying on to get into where they want to get to? Yeah, I think they get I, I think they're in a, a lot better place than than they were even even last season. I think the the Seahawks have 
you know, sh- shown to, to to have backed Geno Smith. And, you know, I, for one, I'm, I'm glad that they didn't go for a, a quarterback um, with, you know, their sixth overall or one of their, you know, early picks this year. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, Gino, can he? I mean, that's the main question. Right? Is he, can he can he keep it up uh, from where he left off last year? Um, because I think you know, if um, you know, the, the expectations now there for him that um, you know, if, if if things aren't going particularly well, then um, you know, different sort of judgments uh, may be made about him, particularly because um, you know he's getting into the later part of, of his career and he had that breakout um, at what the age of um, was it 33, 32. So you know he's not getting any younger. Um, but I think they've had a, a as you know as, as Sky's mentioned, they've had a great off season, had a great draft. Um, I'm looking forward to you know seeing um, the defensive additions. You know, obviously Sky mentioned uh, with a spoon. I'm hoping he can have a an impact similar to uh, you know some of the corners that we've seen go early um, in 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 the in the draft recently. Um, and yeah, I think up top as well they made some um, some interesting signings. Cameron Young as well through the draft. Uh, Drummond Jones as well in free agency, just helping to shore up the defensive line. So. Yeah, I think it. Um, I, I think the Seahawks are, are are in a great place to to, to potentially go on and, and and challenge the 49ers. I won't say that you know that they're they're completely there yet, um, but um, but yeah, I think um, I think this is the team that um, um, you know there's a lot more excitement than the, than there was this time last year. Yeah, they're certainly a team that. Um... I think people are glad to see, they were glad to see them do so well last season. Like I, 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 in that whole time I've watched the NFL, Seahawks have been like a, a sure bet for getting into the playoffs most seasons. And when they weren't doing that, it was almost like a shame because they were so they were such a good team at one point. And it's nice to now see them, but they're developing their youth and and really going in the right direction, going on on, on a journey together to get to the end destination. Um, which team would you like to go on to this time, John? You've got three to pick from. Obviously, the 49ers. You can take them. Sky was very polite with leaving them <laughs> to you. I mean, you could, you could take that. Uh, you could take that olive branch if you wanted. I, I, I might get my uh, doom and gloom out of the way, to be honest. Um, uh, yeah, go from the excitement in Seattle to the... Um, yeah, I don't know how to describe it in, in, um, in Arizona. I think uh, this week we've seen... Well, I mean, they're just in—they're in full rebuild mode, aren't they? Obviously, with um, Murray's injury this year, there's there's not too many expectations on on how they'll perform. But I think what the new general man- manager Monty Austin Fort um, has, um, you know, inherited in 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 Arizona is a franchise with a lot of holes and a, a lot of disorganisation. I don't think this has been a well run well run franchise for for a number of years, um, both in the front office and, 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 and coaching-wise. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing how they look up with, you know, a new manager, a, a new general manager and a new head coach. Um, but, um, but yeah, I mean, I hate the word tanking. It's, um, I think it's, you know, it's my biggest stick about the NFL is, you know, the idea that, that um, you know, people want to play for defeats. I, you know, I don't, I don't buy that at all. And I think even in the recent, even in the recent trades that they've they've done, I think looking at the Joshua Dobbs trade from a couple of days ago looks incredibly baffling to me. Why would they give up, you know, one of their valuable draft picks? But I think there's an expectation that Dobbs makes them more competitive than someone like Colt McCoy, who I was very surprised that they let go. So, 
I think I think you know they're they're building a team that that wants to be competitive this year. They've got I think like eleven picks in next year's draft themselves and the Texans, who I think I mentioned last week. I don't expect them to make an incredible leap um, um, this year. Um, so you know you're talking about two early first round picks provisionally already, um, and I think it's just you know an expectation for. Um, some of the players here are, are playing for their careers in in um, in Arizona. So, you know, it, it, it doesn't bode well. There are a lot of holes in in this in this in this team. Um, a lot of players who we don't really know too much about. But um, but yeah, I quite like that idea. Um, and you know, if all else fails, then they're in a great position to to um, to improve next year. So yeah, it could be a difficult year for Arizona. But um, but yeah, let's see. There has been a lot of movement. You're right this week with, with them, Johnny. I was like the big one being Sky Colt McCoy gets cut. They trade for Josh yeah. Dobbs. Strange move for you. I mean, or or something that makes sense. I mean, Josh Dobbs, I would say, probably plays more of a style of Kyler Murray. Colt McCoy, though, has been at the team, knows the offense, knows how the team wants to be ran. It's I, I'm not saying Colt McCoy's the biggest loss in the world, but I don't exactly see Josh Dobbs as being the biggest gain here either. Yeah, it was a bit of a weird move because, as far as I'm aware, Dobbs is you know in his late twenties. Been he's been around, hasn't he? He was at the um, had that game in for the Titans, who I think with the division on the on the line, and maybe you can argue he's a guy who just hasn't had the, the right opportunity. And maybe when if I'm trying to bring some you know optimism, you know they've still got guys like Marquise Brown, Connor. Uh, so I think they're definitely in a better position, like Johnny alluded to there. With going with someone like that over Colt McCoy, you know what you've got with Colt McCoy. He'll be he'll be a better backup um, on, on another roster. But yeah, I think um, maybe putting Kyler Murray uh, sort of on the PUP list is, is good for Gannon as a head coach because the expectations are down. They've obviously traded Isaiah Simmons to the Giants. Um, he could build a defense around Buda Baker because we saw what he did with that Eagles defense. Um, so yeah, as much as this season might not be great and. Again, I don't like to talk about the word tanking either. If it doesn't work out with Dobbs, they've obviously got some pieces on both sides of the ball to um, maybe get their quarterback of the future next year um, and maybe get rid of Murray. Because I think we've seen that with Trey Lance, right? I think teams now are more cutthroat in terms of maybe before saying, let's wait four years and stick with our guy. Maybe if the Cardinals are in a position to get one of the top guys out of college next year, Murray could be on the move too. Maybe he'll end up back in the, he'll go play baseball and, and leave the NFL. <laughs> Bold statement now. Kyle Murray playing <laughs> baseball next year. Um, we'll go back to you then, Sky. So who would you like to, are you, you going to stick with doom and gloom and then let Johnny have the 49ers or are you going to swoop into the 49ers after you were kind of saying he could talk about them? Are we have a double bubble here with the Seahawks and the 49ers? I don't think I could, I don't think I could be nice twice. I'm sorry, Johnny. <laughs> I've already hyped up the Rams enough for one lifetime when I said they would win the Super Bowl the year they did. So I don't really have much positive stuff to say about them. So um, I'll try not to ramble too much about the 49ers and say what probably everybody's saying on social media in terms of they're one of the favourites to win the Super Bowl. I think it's great that they've moved on from Trey Lance. I think it's beneficial for them as a franchise to get behind Brock Purdy. Um, and also for his own career, it's going to be uh, great to sort of learn and sit under Dak in, in Dallas. Um, the, the question with Brock Purdy, I guess, is there's more tape on him now. Um, but we know that Shanahan is a quarterback guru. I think this system is pretty much quarterback proof. Um, and how many times have you ever really been able to say that in, in NFL history? I actually had a look at Brock Purdy's numbers 
Um, so obviously he started five games, I believe, and played in six. And he had like 68% pass completions, 3,700 plus yards, 37 touchdowns, eight picks. And only 10 quarterbacks have ever done that across a 17-game season. Um, and yeah, in seven of those seasons, there were MVP winners, three times Aaron Rodgers. So all the stats yeah. allude to Brock Purdy being a viable starter and Mr. Irrelevant being relevant for the long foreseeable future. So I think when you've got... Future MVP. Future MVP maybe. on our hands here. And when you've got McCaffrey, Debo and Kittle, I mean, you know, um, I think also people don't talk enough about Trent Williams at left tackle. Uh, you know, he's pretty much superhuman, right? And any quarterback who's got him as a as a tackle it is great. The only thing for me is um, how Steve Wilkes does as the um, coordinator taking over um, now. But I think they'll probably blitz more. And I, I know I, I made this on the predictions for uh, Defensive Player of the Year. I think Nick Bosa's in with a, with a, a good shout of that. So, yeah, the Niners, obviously one of the top teams and potentially could be Super Bowl champs. It's certainly a team that every time they play, I feel like they drag you to the television. Like they, they're, they're a team we must want to watch every week because they are. They can just be so so, so competitive in their defense. Well, for someone like me, who's very much a defensive guy, I really like watching defense over the offense. Really, it, it, they're a pleasure to watch week on week. Um, let's go back to Johnny, and he is going to see West with the dreary. Sorry, LA Rams. I mean, see bias, but we're now saying they're not going to be very good, and and we, you know, because they were not that bad very long ago. You know, if they get Cooper Cup back for a full season, Matt Stafford for a full season, surely there can be some big positives for this Rams team. Yeah, I think the the the, the main question marks is can Stafford get back to his best? All eyes are going to be on him to to to, to do that, but I'm, I'm not. I, I, th I think the Rams won't be, you know, a playoff team this year. Um, I think the Seahawks are um, on paper um, probably the better, um, better in the, you know, the, the race for the second place um, in in the NFC West. But um, but yeah, not at all. I think I think if 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 their stars uh, can can return from what was a pretty woeful 2022. Um, then they're going to be competitive, of course. I'm looking forward to seeing how Cam Akers gets on and the the the, the Rams running game. There's, I mean, I feel there's been a lot of talk um, for the last couple of years about, oh, this is going to be a breakout season for for Akers, and you know, it, it's getting later and later into you know his um, his uh, his rookie deal. Um, it's yeah, make or break for him. So hopefully that can you know instigate him to. Um, um, you know, click into gear, but they made a lot of you know a lot of additions, uh, particularly in the draft players who um, I for one and perhaps not familiar with. They've you know tried to completely rebuild their um, their secondary after losing uh, one of the major stars in in Jalen Ramsey. So yeah, it's going to be um, you know interesting to see how how those sort of replacements gets on and similar to the offensive line. We know how, uh, how much trouble uh, that um, that gave uh, LA last year. So I think. When I was sort of doing my research, I, you know, I couldn't get overly excited. But I wasn't particularly worried as well at the same time. I think there are, you know, so many question marks purely based on, you know, how, you know how the superstars, you know, perform. If, if, if Stafford, if Cooper Cup, if um, you know, obviously Donald is still fantastic in in a, in a, a down year. Um, if they if they can perform, then that's you know a, a team that 
um, on paper can can stick in any games really. Um, so I'm not particularly, you know, as as gloomy as I would be for the yeah, the, the Cardinals, but um, but yeah, I mean they're certainly not the, the 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 team that won the Super Bowl just two years ago. Um, but so yeah, let's 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 wait and see. Panic buttons could could be turning on very quickly in in LA, um, and yeah, I think that could could, could start the the end of uh, of a number of careers uh, for the Rams. It's mad to think like and I subscribed to the belief as well of like the not keeping the draft picks, um, going to get big players, big signings, you know, building a bit of a super team sort of thing, and and it wouldn't just me. The whole NFL started to to bow towards that way in, in such a short span. It's almost like it was just a fad that sort of just was in and out. You know, everyone wanted the next McVeigh, And now it's sort of been brought to light again that, that, that the NFL does have a traditionalistic way of working. And I don't think it failed for them. I just think, I just think it was maybe a little bit more short-sighted than we were maybe led to believe, I suppose. But I, I, I still I still think that it was the right move to do it. I think that draft, giving away picks is is it's high currency, but sometimes you look at these drafts and you, you you know you look around and you think if I can get a top player for this for this pick, you know if it's on if it's a good age and especially now with the play, you know we've seen Isaiah Simmons go for a seventh round pick. He's this week. Mm-hmm. He's still young. He's still people still think he's very very viable. I mean, you don't spend first all your first round picks, but you can spend your picks on players that maybe people are forgetting about. Maybe you see something there for them. Um, so it's certainly it'll be interesting to see how it turns around this year for them because it, it, everyone will definitely jump on the bandwagon of like you know they Rams tried this new theory and it failed really when it didn't. I I, I don't think. Um, let's go over now to the AFC West and Sky. I mean, you brought along the the LT Chargers. <laughs> jersey today i think we're gonna to have to start with the charges to begin with i mean you said if you're allowed we had this debate didn't we about his jerseys and i i actually do think i subscribe to you for of, of how you feel about it oh thanks i'm glad i, I know i'm gonna try and get everybody on, on board with getting retired players jerseys but yeah i'm here to represent the charges today now i know obviously it's tough to this is such a great division i mean other than the raiders um, but, you know, the Chiefs have won it seven times in a row. They're coming back off, you know, off the back of winning that Super Bowl. Um, but I think the Chargers have a lot to be excited about. And I think this is the prime example of because they were hyped up so much last year and they had injuries and things didn't work out. Um, I know people are still talking about them and hyping them up, but they're still like, I don't I don't want to say under the radar, but like they've got Kellen Moore in as an offensive coordinator. Um, I think... Herbert and this offense can go to the next level as long as Keenan Allen and Mike Williams stay healthy. You know, still they drafted Quinton Johnson. Um, Joshua Palmer's also had plenty of injury problems in the past, but these are all big body receivers who go with Austin Eckler, who could do everything. So they just need them to stay healthy so they don't need to rely on him week in and week out. And I think I'm at the point where surely they can't have that type of injury luck again. Um, you know, Herbert can silence I don't I think most people are probably feeling positive about him than negative there are some doubters because of his win-loss record uh but for me you know he's had 31 and 38 touchdowns in his first two seasons last year still you know he still managed to go over 4,000 yards I think his arm talent if, if we're talking about Justin Herbert as a quarterback in categories this guy's gonna be top three to top five in everything that you'd say I mean his his arm talent is probably when when I say this 
don't know if it sound outrageous, but when we talk about ball placement and velocity, it's on par with Josh Allen. Like this guy mm-hmm. can make every throw. Um, we've seen Keller Moore's offense in Dallas attack the middle of the field. And with the weapons they've got, if Justin Herbert can do that, then they can put up some serious numbers. I think, you know, he could be touching 35-plus touchdowns in another 5,000-yard season. Um, and I think, yeah, it's lot, they just need to stay healthy. Well, I know that's easier said than done. But even the question marks where people say about, oh, he doesn't win big games, etc. They were 2-2 two and two against the Chiefs before those losses last year. And we know, and this, and they weren't exactly blowout losses. They were close. So he's gone toe to toe with Mahomes. It's just getting into the playoffs and getting that playoff win. Because obviously, even though statistically against the Jags, I think he had just under 350 yards and three touchdowns. I know they blew that lead, but it wasn't just on him. It was just a typical narrative of quarterback getting all the praise or getting all the criticism. So, yeah, as I'm saying, I think the Chargers will have a good season. I think they could win the division. I know the Chiefs are the favourites, but I mean, if I've made a case for saying the Cowboys could potentially have a chance against the Eagles, the Chargers have definitely got a chance against the Chiefs. So, yeah. Do you subscribe to the uh, the social media verse of that he's just a Twitter quarterback, Johnny? Or do you think that that's a bit unfair on Justin Herbert? Or, or do you, or, yeah, what, what's your thoughts on Justin Herbert? Because he is quite a... He's quite polarizing in the sense of it, there is a very big divide about him, more so than I think any quarterback in the league, probably. Yeah, I think so. I think a lot of that is perhaps unjust. I think, um, particularly last year, you know, we know how um, injury hit he was at times, and, you know, that certainly affected um, his play. I, I, you know, I think there are quarterbacks who have probably caught up, and if not, um, um, you know, risen above his 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 position in the rankings. I think you know Tre- Trevor Lawrence, uh, for one, I think took that step and perhaps um, is in a in a bit more of a better position. But Justin Herbert is, you know, he's, he became the well at the time the the highest paid um, quarterback in 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 history because of um, um, you know because the the Chargers see that. Um, that um, you know he's he's their best chance to 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 get them to that contention sort of level and and yeah so I I, I completely agree that with um, with Sky's point I think um, like you say the the, the new addition of, of Moore as their um, offensive coordinator really suits um, mm. Justin Herbert's style you know that we're going to see you know quick fast paced. Um, um, you know, electric high scoring games for the Chargers. They're going to be one of the, you know, the funnest teams to watch. And I think that, you know, that, um, that, um, um, you know, hits, hitting, you know, the occasional sort of miss um, um, mindsets sort of works very well with, with, with how Herbert wants to play. So, yeah, I think, I've, I think Sky uh, mentioned, you know, their, their additions. I'm looking forward to seeing some of the rookies, um, how Quinn and Johnson um, can, can, um, um, you know, slot into this receiving room and and you know add as an, another um, valuable asset for for Herbert. So, yeah, exciting times to Chargers. I, I, I fully think as well that they can um, um, they can really challenge the Chiefs, um, particularly as I'm, I'm not particularly high on on their defense. Um, but you know, they've obviously got the best uh, best quarterback in the league. So we'll see. I'm sorry, I've probably been very poor on Wi-Fi and 
probably <laughs> lagged behind and I was looking down as well at my phone because it, I thought Jonathan Taylor had been traded, but it's just uh, oh. it's just the rumours. It's just the, the Dolphins <laughs> are clearing out a lot of money. So you can maybe see Jonathan Taylor because they obviously they're trimming down everyone as well now. So like Taylor, I mean, there was also a thing about Chris Jones. I was like, oh, so also interdivision trade. Mm. But it's not the Chiefs have just traded their sixth round pick for Neil Farrell from the from Raiders. It's not. It's 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 a lot of false news going on here. I mean, who did even tweeted that? Tom Pelissero getting trying to get. Oh no, it wasn't Tom Pelissero. It was Adam Sch- Adam Schefter. Ah, oh, well, it was Adam oh, Schefter. Yeah. So at least we know it's not Chris Jones who's. Uh, <laughs> I, guess, I guess while we wait for Freddie to come back, I don't know if you want to go into. If we yeah, why well, into the Chiefs? Into the Chiefs, and yeah, yeah. I think, um, obviously they're they're the team to beat, aren't they? The the uh, you know the reigning Super Bowl champs, and I don't think too much has has, has particularly changed over this off season. I think you know they they have obviously reshaped the their row line um, once again, losing Orlando Brown and. Um, Andrew Wiley, um, but yeah, they spent a lot on um, on Juwan Taylor um, to get him in, and, and you know, they've, they've, Donovan Smith as well was another name uh, from the Buccaneers. So I, you know, we've seen them rebuild on their their offensive line for uh, you know a couple of times over the last last few years. So I've got no real concerns there. Um, you know, similarly on you know receiver sort of range, they've got so many options. Um, you know, not necessarily a standout talent, and you know, yeah. Kadarius Tony can play a bit more of a bigger role um, in in this Chiefs team uh, this year, as we saw. You know, him sort of highlights um, himself in in the postseason. Um, and on defense, I think. You know, it's all about whether Chris Jones will sign the new deal. I think, you know, I've got no real concern about that. I think he's entering his final year of this contract. He's, he's shown his worth for, um, you know, the team. I fully expect, you know, him to be played in in week one um, in, in just over a week's time. But, um, but yeah, I think I think that sort of negative energy can only, you know, harm a sort of team, uh, particularly a team right at the top. Um, so I think that's something that's, you know, as a Chiefs fan, I'd want you know to get sorted as as quickly as possible. Whether or not that's you know had an effect on the Chiefs defense, um, I think I sort of mentioned that. Um, you know, I'm not I'm not as not as high on on the defense. I do think there's you know some potential weaknesses um, mm-hmm. in you know the the the, the unit in the, to the secondary particular. But um, but yeah, I think they've you know they've definitely got you know good players um, across the team. And um, you know when you've got someone like Patrick Mahomes, then you know, you're always you're always gonna, you're always going to be the favourite, um, no matter who you play, no matter you know the the, the plays that you're coming up against. So, the Chiefs remain the t- the team to beat. Um, yeah, let's see if they can um, they can they can keep it up in in 2023. I'm sure you made some fantastic points. I just didn't hear, <laughs> but I'm Makes sure they're all very relevant. I'm sure they're all true. I'm sure you say old prediction, old prediction, mate. The the, the Chiefs are tanking for. <laughs> What? <laughs> Breaking news. Breaking news. And they're trading yeah. Chris Jones. Gosh, oh, crazy. <laughs> what, a, what a night. Um, Sky, they're, they're, they're the team to beat, aren't they? They are the team to beat. I mean, we, we've called the show the Super Bowl stay in the West because obviously yeah. it's the Kansas City Chiefs are, are more than likely they're the favourites to go back to the Super Bowl. An obvious favourite in a lot of people's eyes. Didn't exactly play to their pinnacle last year, I didn't think, at times. And we're definitely sort of underrated in season do you think they you know they're staying on the same trajectory aren't they i can't see this team going anywhere this year 
Yeah, I respect a lot of what the Chiefs have done to sustain that level of success. I think um, as a as an older sports fan, you know, being younger, being a Patriots fan and gloating about Brady, etc. A lot. I think when you see another team um, who's sort of on that trajectory, as you talked about, to to maybe replicate another dynasty, you can you have to respect it. And I think a big thing for me with the Chiefs last year was not having Tyreek Hill. You know, the Chiefs have reached that point where defenses have learned how to play against him. And we saw a lot playing cover too. And Andy Reid was like, okay, we don't mind giving him up. But we're just going to bring a bunch of guys in who fit our system. And Mahomes yeah. can pretty much make anyone like a viable receiver. Um, I know Smith-Schuster probably was a bit frustrating at times, but I think he still did a good job at moving the chains. And he's at New England now, but they've still got Tony, who Johnny spoke about. Um, Sky Moore's got talent. I mean, there's um, Justin Ross, you know, the, the 6'4 guy. Um, also drafted another um Rasheed Rice you know there's there's guys mm. there who they're obviously hoping that one's gonna is gonna do something um I think obviously they probably do need Chris Jones to stick around and because that defense came up more Trump's last playoffs than it probably had done in recent years which is why they ended up winning the the big prize because that's when defense is needed um and as I think as much as they probably need the defense <laughs> to step up I'm curious about the run game I mean you guys both know I'm a big um, Isaiah Pacheco fan, but I just wonder how much um, they'll rely on him or if they'll use a committee there as well. I think they probably need a more established run game if they're going to have such a wide committee of receivers. Mm. I mean, some may argue that if it wasn't for a slippy field, that Kansas City defence might have not been <laughs> as good. But uh, some people argue that both teams play on the same field. But uh, <laughs> just, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, that's a bit awkward. um what are we going to move on to now is it going to be the las vegas raiders or the denver broncos sky i mean the broncos came into last year with a lot of hype and didn't do anything uh however we do have a new quarterback in las vegas as well with a familiar offensive well a familiar head coach for his ex-offensive coordinator as well at the patriots as much as I don't want to talk about them, I'll I'll, I'll have to talk about the Raiders, won't I? It's not fair to Johnny. <laughs> I can I can chime in with the Broncos after Johnny's taken the lead on that. But yeah, with the Raiders, I mean, they have the second toughest schedule, and I'm always already quite pessimistic about my own Patriots, where I think we've got talent on on defense and the best head coach of all time. So if I'm you know leaning towards seven to nine wins for us. I don't know what I'm thinking about the Raiders. I'm a Jimmy Garoppolo fan. It's just whether he can stay healthy. Um, you know, he's not a liability as a quarterback, but mm-hmm. I just don't know how I feel about Josh McDaniels as a head coach. He started well in Denver many moons ago, you know, took him 12 years ago, good start, and then got fired. Had to basically stay in New England for 10 years to rebuild his reputation. Um, and I don't think many Las Vegas Raiders fans would have been excited with how their offense was last year um i know they've got jacobs but there's obviously been a lot of drama similar to the barkley situation in new york yes they got Devontae adams but did he really want to go to the raiders to play with stidham or garoppolo no he went there for Derek carr so yeah there's um a lot of moving pieces and i really don't think they can have a great season i mean i don't think this is a necessarily bold prediction but if you were going to throw out a head coach to be fired by mid-season, you probably would say McDaniels could be the one if, yeah. if it ain't going well. Yeah, I think if it was any team, I'd probably be looking at the Raiders of, 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 that, of doing that because there's been so much movement. We forget Derek Carr gone. You know, it feels like Derek Carr's already gone because 
we knew he was going, I suppose, for the whole of last year. We knew that probably was his last year. Darren Waller, very surprisingly, went in the season to uh, traded to the Giants. Um, Josh Jacobs looked like he could have potentially gone. They've done the same thing as Saquon has in, in New York and got a one-year extension with some good money, but that doesn't mean anything really. He could still still could be on the move. Devontae Adams is obviously a really great exposed player. And then I think outside of Max Crosby, it's sort of pick who's mm-hmm. who's the big game player on defence. There's not that many of them. I mean, Max Crosby is up there, one of the best edge. I think he's a top five edge rusher in the league. Um but I think you need a bit more than that. You know, Chandler Jones is, is not really struck out gold there yet. He's been an all right tandem. It's been a week in there and their O-line has certainly not got any better. They've had to, you know, mess around with that again. I, I think, yeah, it's it, it's going to be some tumultuous years for, for the Rays. But then, what, I mean, that wasn't last year, or the year. I think it was the year before I looked at their schedule and I gave them like one win in the first eight weeks because I just couldn't see where the wins would come from. And then they were like, I don't know, they had like five wins in the same span or six wins in the same span as I thought they'd only get one. Like I, I they do seem to be able to pull out results. And you know, when they get the Chiefs early, they always give them a game. And they do seem to be a team that can be very much uh rejuvenated by the fan base. And you know, there's still though they though they've moved to Vegas, you know, the Oakland contingent has gone with them and does see them as the Oakland Raiders rather than the Vegas Raiders, I suppose. And they said, and they've got that huge stadium now. And I don't know, I, 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 I just don't, I can't see the positivity in the Raiders this year. Outside of Josh Jacobs, because I have always thought Josh Jacobs was very, very underrated. And I was really very pleased for him last year. But he had such a quote unquote breakout season, even though I didn't see it as a breakout. So it has, that's just what I think, what I think Josh Jacobs can do. Final team we'll talk about because I this could be the turnaround team of the year in the Denver Broncos, couldn't it, Johnny? I would I would love to 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 um you know agree with you. We've got a hater sky. We've got no, a hater no, no, on our no, 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 no. no, I I completely agree that it can't get it can't get any worse for for uh, the Broncos than it, it was last year, isn't it? I mean, from the the Russell Wilson trade, um, you know, with Nathaniel Hackett coming in. And you know everything just stank just throughout the season, um, but um, but yeah, I think with a new head coach in, in Sean Payton, then you know he's obviously you know a, a top caliber, um, a top caliber coach who you know had such a great record um, even without Drew Brees for, for for the Saints. So you know if he can piece. Um, you know he's you know he's the best person to to be able to to get Russell Wilson uh, Russell Wilson back to to his best and if he can you know piece everything together then I think the Broncos have a roster look just looking at the team there's you know so much talent particularly on defense um, that you know should make them very competitive in this division um, I'm just you know very sort of pessimistic about about how how they played last year and you know I think a lot of that does revolve around uh revolve around Wilson um they've had um, you know obviously some some difficulties we don't know how fit um Javante Williams will be okay I've heard a lot about him you know this uh, this off season which sounds really which sounds really great um but yeah we he just need to you know um um you know back that up this this year because um he came in with such high expectations after a great rookie year um it's just been very unfortunate for him but um but yeah they've made you know the very good additions with um uh, Sam J P Ryan as well he could be a, a, a good third down back option um they've rebuilt the the Roland spent a lot of money on that as well um so yeah that could um you know really sort of pave the way for for improvement in their quarterback play but um but yeah with injuries to to Jerry Judy um 
yeah, yeah, I, I was, you know, I've been not not necessarily because he's on my fancy team, but I was, you know, sort of hoping and praying <laughs> that uh, you know it, it would finally click for him this year. But um, but yeah, you know, all all prayers with with him. Hopefully, he can uh, hopefully he can recover from his injury. But um, yeah, I just I, I'm I'm really sorry. I just can't get overly excited about the 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 Broncos because of how wrong I think I and a lot of people were about them them last year. So. You know, it's a point to prove. Um, yeah, definitely firm. They're in a you know a tough division. I actually think the Raiders um, could be uh, you know more competitive um, than the, the 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 Broncos. Maybe that's a uh, something I'll leave for another day, another discussion. But um, but yeah, we'll see. we'll see. I think um, yeah, interesting times in Denver. But um, it yeah, it can't get any worse than, than last year, can it? I was at the casino the start of last year. And I had a lot of money and the roulette wheel was spinning and I put all my <laughs> chips on orange and I lost a lot because <laughs> I was so bought in to the Russell Wilson trade. I was like this. I was drafting Cortland Sutton in every single fantasy draft. <laughs> I was all in on Javante Williams. I was like, this is going to be, this could be like AFC championship caliber team. Let's go. This is going to be great. Nathaniel Hackett was great with Aaron Rodgers, his offensive coordinator. I've, I've always been a huge Russell Wilson fan. I would always go to say, I, outside of a Steelers player being my favourite player, it was has been Russell Wilson for a very, very long time. I've, very, I've been very vocal about that a lot of the times on this podcast. I met him last year in the New Era shop on Carnaby Street. Like, let's go, Russell Wilson. Here we go. It's gonna, it's gonna be the year. Sky, how bad a collapse was it really? It was bad. It was bad, but they had nine losses by one score, and five of them were just by a field goal. I know was it was it a Hamler when there was that fourth down play in one of the early games, and he was throwing his arms and he was annoyed at Wilson's throw. And I think obviously at that point it was just, oh, is it just teething problems? I think I agree with you. He's one of my favorite quarterbacks over the last decade, Russell Wilson. Um, it's probably the only quarterback the Patriots have gone against in Super Bowls where I actually didn't mind watching him do well in, in that game, <laughs> probably because we beat them. But yeah, um, he's a great player and surely can't be as erratic as last year. I mean, Jerry Judy being hurt is is not great. So it probably falls on um, Sutton to have the season that you, that you said, Freddie, that, that everyone thought he was going to have last year because Tim Patrick's also another injury-prone guy. But they've got Marvin Mims. Um, Tim, uh, Tim Patrick's out for the year, I think. Yeah, was did he not? Yeah, because he had his Achilles, and was it like day one of coming back? He got hurt again for the year. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it's that's really sad. What's, what's the Judy injury? Is it is Judy injured as well? Hamstring. Yeah. Hamstring. When was that? And he had hamstring issues last last year as well, didn't he? I think. Yeah, I think there's I think there's a hope that he shouldn't be out for. You know, I think it was last preseason game, maybe um, like a week yeah, ago. Was, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, I must have missed that because I, I didn't see that go by today. Yeah, I, remember, I, I saw the queue on the draft that we had had the other night, and was like, oh, "I don't care, it's preseason queues. I'm not bothered about it. Like, I don't believe in you." Bit. So, but I didn't take him. I was going to fit. I did nearly take him, but then I was like, "Then I was like, oh yeah, Joe Judy is being great." And there was someone else. I think I took DJ Moore or someone in the end anyway. So it worked out. All, it all worked out well for me. But- I think they can bounce back. I think Sean Payton, I mean, I have a love-hate relationship with me. He he robbed Brett Favre of a Viking Super Bowl, which pains me. But he did also pull off the onside kick and beat the Colts. So, you know, he's a great head coach. Um, so, I think... They also used to play defenders to... Uh, to well, we don't... Uh, people, but... well, 
Yeah, you know, try not to. <laughs> you beat up old man Brett Favre. Yeah, see, that's why it hurt. But they, it's really, you know. like, it's, this sounds really weird and a bit stupid. <laughs> but if there was anyone in the league that would have like an Urban Meyer crazed mental thing happen and suddenly <laughs> becomes this disgraced dude, like. I think it would be Sean Payton. Like, yeah. I don't know why. He did kind I don't, of palm it off on Greg Williams, though, didn't he? I think he got the heat for that. It was like, ah, oh, you were the coordinator, mate. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Here you go. Like, you can easily see Alvin Kamara getting like booted by Sean Payton in the training camp. <laughs> and then he's like, yeah. and I'm not, and, and I'm, and I guess what I say is Alvin Kamara probably maybe does does deserve it because he isn't exactly the nicest bloke at the best of times from what we see and hear all over social media. But hmm. What I'm hearing is that we're going to get a Florida Gators style 2023 Denver Broncos. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I, know, I also just said that him kicking out with Kamara, I'm thinking he's still on the Saints. Well, who, who would he kick? I don't know. Greg uh, Dulcich. I'm like, nah, he's he too tall. He's mad. No, KJ Hamler, he's like small. Yeah. He's only like 5'9 or something. 5'11. Five, five hey, that's well, 5'9 well, crowd. Oof. All right, well, yeah. that's all in the NFL. We're not in general life. Oof. Yeah, when Johnny also said about age earlier, 32, Gino Smith, I, I've been double whammy today, 5'9 <laughs> and 32. Man. But the Broncos... That is, the that is one of the best kept secrets of the Franchise Tag podcast is Sky is actually like 48. <laughs> we just... It's so nice. We just didn't want to... I'm sorry to reveal that to everyone. That's why I can re- reference all these, you know, <laughs> Brett Favre, uh, 2009 Super Bowls and, and all these things. That was almost what, 15 that, you... years ago now. Do you think there is anyone that watches this is like completely head scratching, going like, "How's this guy know who like Terry Bradshaw? <laughs> he saw Terry Bradshaw play. Like, what? <laughs> That's what about? Yeah, Roger Starbuck gave me a Cowboys jersey. In the, <laughs> in the <laughs> I do apologise, anyone, to any of our younger listeners. I did nearly slip out a bad word then as well, so I do apologise. <laughs> but um, I'm with you. The Broncos can have a good season. I would. I think. Offensively, there's moving parts. I'll, I'll join the wagon. I'll join the wagon if I, if I, if I must. They could I, I really want them to have maybe. a good season. I just feel like it would be recency of bias yet again. If they have a bad season, it'll be like, yeah, it was new. Russ Wilson was bad. And you're like, he was never bad. He was like the best player at Seattle for ages. And was just overshadowed yeah. by like some good defensive players. Yeah. He was well, so good. I think, yeah, let's ride. Should we all say that on three, maybe? Let's ride. <laughs> Worst catchphrase in the NFL as well. It's the most irritating one. I, everyone, I love when people do the whole like worst thing ever. And it's like, let's ride. What's the rules? Broncos country, let's ride. And then he runs Broncos off the country, podium. <laughs> <laughs> one of the best things in the mean world. Sky, Johnny, thank you very much for uh, chatting about the AFC and the NFC West today. Thank you for, for being on all three of the shows with all the divisions. We'll be back next week with our main show. And I'm sure we'll be talking a lot about the games to come. We probably, when we are in season, not really review games as such. We'll be dipping in out of next week, this week, talking about storylines between the three of us. But probably next week, we obviously we're going to be talking about the game go happening on Thursday and the games to come as well. Maybe some bips and bobs that we may uh, we may feel about season. Maybe some high points of what we think will happen during the season as well. We've got loads of content out there, though, guys. As we get close to the season, the betting show will be back as well with Andrew and Adam, as well as the fantasy show as well. Loads to come. Gareth has been doing some amazing interviews recently as well. We've got more really good interviews to come and that are lined up. So make sure you follow us on all social media, on YouTube, on uh, X, not Twitter, X, um, on Instagram, on Facebook. We are there on all of them. The X side. Elon Musk, baby. 
That's right, Broncos country. (laughs) 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 Until next week, see you all very soon. Have a good rest of your week.